What is the up skis, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. We are on episode 42, and we are doing another entry into the Retro Backlog series, where I am going back and revisiting old games from my past that rather I never finished, or some old-time classic games that I never played, and I've got to go back and replay them or try them out for the first time, so... This episode, I'm going to be talking about Super Mario World, a game that I grew up with but never finished, so that will be the main discussion of this episode. But before we get into that discussion, let's talk about what I've been up to over the last week, and I always encourage my listeners out there, let me know what you've been up to, what games have you been playing this last week, what movies or TV shows have you been diving into over the last week or whenever, just whatever you're up to, let me know. There's just so much gosh darn media out there that there's, there's no way I can keep up with all the TV shows and video games, so I like to hear recommendations from people, maybe it's a movie or a game I've never heard of, and if you really like it, maybe I'll play it one day, I'll just add it to the old backlog category or catalog and I'll get to it one day. But let's talk about what I've been up to over the last week. So obviously the big one is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I picked up that bad boy. Day it came out, I did not go to the midnight launch. My buddy Billy uh, went to um, one where he was from. And he said the lineup was out of control, and he was in a substantially smaller city than I'm in. So I was like, well, that's just not going to happen for me. So I just went out the next afternoon, and I picked it up with with nobody around. So it was very good, and oh my god, dude. So I've been playing it. I don't know how many hours I've put into it so far. I'm probably in and around 10 over 10 something like that and oh my god dude i'm so happy right now it's so happy i love this game i loved i love breath breath of the wild might be honest to god my favorite game of all time it's 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 very 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 high and um when they announced that they were gonna make another one i was like fuck how are they gonna top that like that shit was out of control and i think they've done it man i really really do i know there's some discussion around the game right now that I don't know, it's getting called like a $80 DLC, and I, I just don't understand that. I mean, with all the new features already, I mean, the fusing, you're fucking going through floors and shit now, and of course, you're building stuff. And some of the stuff that I've seen online already that people are building, like the robot thing that I saw, the dude fucking walking around high rule on this fucking robot he made with rocket launchers all over, he's just demolishing everything in sight i mean i i can't wait till i can do that i think i just found the rocket launching thing so i maybe i'm on my way i don't know i don't think i'm smart enough for that kind of shit i think you need to be like a fucking engineer or something to build something like that but wow i can't wait to see the creativeness of the people out there i mean i was already blown away by the stuff that people were doing in breath of the wild and this is going to be even fucking crazier and wow dude i am having a great time i love exploring this game i'm taking my time really exploring as much of the nooks and crannies that i can uh yeah dude it's it's fucking incredible i mean i i think it goes without saying that if you have a switch i mean you kind of have to have this game dude like you can't miss these breath of the wild or tears of the kingdom like you gots to play them i'm basically just talking to my buddy kyle right now because he's never played a legend of zelda so um get your ass on that bro you gotta play it but wow i am enjoying the hell out of that game right now more than likely there will be a gx gamer cast dedicated to tears of the kingdom once i have 
uh, a lot more hours into it and uh, fully get to experience what this game is all about. But so far, oh my god, I am just loving it. Absolutely loving it. In terms of other games that I'm playing this week, I am still able to play other games. Even though Tears of the Kingdom is here, I'm still playing Persona 4. That's just how gosh darn good that game is. I really... Really like Persona 4, enjoying the hell out of the game. The story's really good. I think I just got through the third or fourth dungeon now, so we're, we're getting there. Teddy kind of did a thing that I was like, eh, you know, he's still pretty fucking terrible, but, you know, not not the worst character of all time level anymore, but yeah, he's still really, really annoying. And uh, still playing through Resident Evil 8 Village on the YouTube channel. You can go over there, follow the link down below, or look up Gamer GX videos on YouTube. Find me there doing um, pretty much, I don't know, every other day uploads and then weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday uploads. Going pretty well. I mean, the response with this series so far has been quite good. Really, really appreciate anybody who's watching that. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, played a little bit of Sackboy, Big Adventure. Still enjoying that with my wife. Uh, whenever she's not working, we'll we'll play a little bit of that. It's good times. And I think that's all the games that I've been playing. I mean, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom's really taken up a lot of my time. And then last night, I don't know what was going on, man. I just got a craving to watch Band of Brothers. It's a classic HBO show. I mean, so many people have watched it. I watched it years and years ago, but I never actually finished it, so I am doing my part, and I am going to finish Band of Brothers, and I crushed episodes last night, literally stayed up till 6 in the morning watching it, I think I got through 3, and they're, they're beefy episodes, they're not like tiny episodes, they're all over an hour long, and yeah, it's fucking really, really good, I love history, and I love, I just love all that stuff, very, very interesting to me, and I don't, I've seen damn near every freaking war movie now and uh yeah i can't believe it's taken me this long to get to band of brothers i mean heard nothing but incredible things about it actually what spawned it i was on reddit the other day and it was just um the question was what what are some of the greatest episodes of television and of course band of brothers came up in that discussion i was like fuck dude i really got to finish that show so started rewatching it i was kind of familiar with the first episode i mean you got ross from friends being like uh piece of shit like drill sergeant which is just like i was like whoa that's really really weird but he was excellent in that in that episode but yeah really really good stuff if you watched it you know what you think of it and if you haven't watched it i highly recommend it it's very good even though it came out in like 2001 it is excellent yeah i think that's pretty much everything that i've been up to this week and um i would love to hear what you guys are up to especially the ones of you out there that got your hands on tears of the kingdom how are you liking it so far are you blown away or are you in the boat that you think that this is a 80 dollar dlc don't know what you're smoking but can i have some now let's talk let's get into the super mario world discussion we'll get in there i'll let you guys listen to a little bit more music and then we's gonna talk about super mario world Okay, so Super Mario World. I mean, Dan, this game came out before I was born. And before I talk about this game, I'm getting this out of the way now. I don't dislike Mario games. They're just not my favorite games out there. I definitely don't have the love for Mario games that other people do. I mean, so many people 
grew up with Mario games, myself included. I grew up with Mario games as well, but so many people, it's, they're so special to them. They're, they're usually a lot of people's favorite games, and they continue to adore the Mario games. Myself, I respect that franchise. I personally think it's a little bit overrated, honestly. I think uh, some of the stuff that Mario franchise games can get away with that other franchise just simply cannot get away with. It's a little unfair. I mean, I feel like a lot of that is nostalgic and love growing up with Mario. I mean, so many of us grew up with Mario, but... I've uh, I, like I've said it a, a tons of times that like I don't even think if I had to take ten franchises with me on a island uh, for the rest of my life, I don't even know if Mario is making it into that top ten favorite franchises. Honestly, it, I'd really have to stop and think about it. But I like Mario, but I don't love them. But I have been doing my due diligence over the last year or so. I because when I grew up, I never really beat any of the Mario games. I've only beaten a handful of them, and now I'm going back, returning to those games that I grew up playing, and I'm actually finishing them, so then I have a more modern, up-to-date take on how I actually feel about uh, about the Mario games, because usually I just tell people I'm just not that into them. But, you know, last year I played through Mario Bros. 3. You can check out that review, and I, I enjoyed it very, very much so. So I'm, I'm, I was more determined to continue on with the other Mario games. And next up is Super Mario World. And we're going to just have to talk about it. And we will go through, I'm going to go through the usual stuff, graphics, controls. And then I'm going to go through my playthrough level world by world. And we'll discuss the whole entire game. And then I'll let you know if I liked it and if it's worth playing today. I mean, it's an old game. It is older than me, so it's over 30 years old. And, you know... A lot of games you can look back on that are over 30 years old or 30 years old, uh, a lot of those probably aren't playable, and I'm going to go back and I'm going to see if this game is still playable, because I feel it is only fair, man. I mean, a lot of these games are some of the greatest ever made, and I never beat them, so I, I really, I sometimes lose sleep at night knowing that, like, hey, man, you never actually beat Super Mario World, so, like... I don't really, I can't really say that my opinion matters because I never even beat the game. So now I have beaten the game finally after 30, almost 30 years. I mean, I don't know. I, I One of my earliest memories when my brain fucking turned on when I was around four years old, I was playing this game and I was playing Super Mario World. I had a Super Nintendo and a regular Nintendo. They were just both there. And I would just play whatever. I was playing old school Mario Bros. 3. I was playing Tetris. I was playing Super Star Wars. I was playing Chrono Trigger. playing Super Mario World. Mario All-Stars. And um, yeah, so when I was four years old, I obviously didn't have very much gaming skill. And usually what I would do with video games is I would go through probably the first world, maybe second, third world. And then whenever you get a game over anything, that's basically, you know, my I would go off and play with like in a sandbox or something. I don't know. I was a child. I only had uh, such an attention span. And video games, you know, they were there. They've always been in my life. I just didn't, they weren't like the number one thing that I was doing when I was very, very young. I didn't become a hardcore gamer till I was about 10 years old or so, nine or 10. So those first few years, that's where it was like, I, I played a lot of classic games, some of the greatest games ever made, but 
I was just really, honestly, just too young to really understand games. I didn't really know uh, what the objective was, really. I didn't know, like, there was more and more levels. I never really beat a game, I don't think, until I was about nine years old. For the most part, I would just restart the game and then play through the first few worlds where it was really fun and easy. Uh, especially Donkey Kong Country, man. Oh my god, my sister and I would play through the first two worlds of Donkey Kong Country over and over and over again. And even with more hardcore games, like, I played the original Final Fantasy when I was four years old. Didn't know a single thing about that game. I had no idea what I was doing. I would die, like, on the first or second fight or something. The only thing I can remember about Final Fantasy was my dad buying me a whole bunch like the weapons and like armor and everything so he's like here now you might be able to beat something and maybe I beat some stuff but yeah so playing those games back in the day I remember them so vividly I remember where I got stuck on Super Mario World uh, back in the day it was not very far in the game it was the first boo house where um, you get the green bubbles that are floating around that was pretty much like the difficulty spike for my sister and I back then like we could if we did get through it, I may have gotten to the Forest of Illusion, but there's no way. There's no way that I got through the Forest of Illusion when I was four or five years old, man. There's just there's just no way. Like, it is sort of a maze. There's some secrets in there. There's just no way I would have figured them out. I even had to look a couple things up on the internet while playing through this in the modern day. Like, okay, well, A... I'm terrible, absolutely terrible. I think platforming games, especially like the 2D Mario games, like those old school platformers, may be my, just the games that I'm the worst at, man. I am so ridiculously bad at platformers, but I, I just, I really don't know what, I think it's mostly just comes down to impatience. When I play a platforming game, I really just want to like speed run it. Like I want to play it the way that you see a speed runner doing it is so flawless, flawless and smooth. And I always just end up, I want to play like that and I die all the time because I'm, just, I'm not good enough and I'm not good enough at making the jumps. I don't have the patience. I really just want to fly through all the levels. But now that I'm older, I, I have developed a small amount of patience now, at least for these platforming games. I I tried, man. I'm still not good at them. You, you will see as we go through level by level. There's a few levels that definitely kicked my ass. I am looking at you, Chocolate World. Oh, man. But let's let's start talking about this game in, uh, in the category section. So let's start off with... I gotta do the music first, man, because music is the thing that is the most consistent... Uh, in my opinion of this game, the music in Super Mario World may be, it might be some of the best of all time, it might be the greatest of all time, it kind of depends what kind of music you like, but this straight up is some of the most catchy, just addicting music ever, like I shit you not, the music in Super Mario World has been in my head for my whole entire life. Ever since I played it as a little kid, that music, I mean, right at the beginning, dun, 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 that's been in my head my whole entire life. At least once or twice a month, man. I'm at least singing a Mario tune from this game at some point. I mean, it's it's consistent. It's like new super it's like Super Mario World, Price is Right, and for some reason the Kurt Angle theme song. Dunna. Dunna. Anyway, you don't have to worry about that, but legitimately the music in this game is absolutely phenomenal every single track is a banger and um personally i think my all-time favorite one in this game at least playing through it uh most recently was the castle music i was like whoa it sounds like 
the best Castlevania music. I mean, it sounds like a Castlevania song, but like it's really, really good. It also, I don't know, man. There's just something about the castle music that really, really hit home. And the, the, the especially the song that's kind of like, um, I don't know, I guess on the harder levels or a level that has a bit of a faster pace. And it's kind of like the a banjo is like, you know, that song, that one's fucking awesome. When I was playing it this week, my wife walked by and that song was playing and she just walked by and she started singing that song. I mean, and she's not a big gamer. I don't even think she played Mario games growing up. She was, she's... You know, um, <laughs> boy, I uh, I seem to have really put myself in a, in a bit of a, a loop here. We'll just pretend I didn't say any of that. My wife is awesome. But so is the freaking music in this game, man. I, I shit you not, I love the music in this game. It probably will be with me when I, on my deathbed, I'll probably be humming a Mario tune and the Price is Right song. Bam, bam, yeah, anyway, this isn't a freaking Price is Right retrospective or anything, but I'm just gonna, I just have to say I love Price is Right, okay? So... Music is absolutely bangage. How does this game look? Like I said, it's a 30-year-old game. How does it still look? It looks freaking just dandy, man. I mean, it's um, it's a product of its age. I mean, uh, the Super Nintendo was just a fucking Nintendo on a whole bunch of steroids. 16-bit graphics. Probably some of the best-looking games in 2D sprite form. I mean, oh my god. Some of the Super Nintendo games, they still look so incredible. And Super Mario World is one of them. It still looks great. Very colorful. I mean, the sprites look really good. Some of them, they do... Some of the enemies look a little bit goofy. I mean, those... Those, like, little green parrot-looking things. I always found those things to look kind of weird and a little bit out of place. I was like, what the... Why is there a green bat? Like, what the fuck is that thing? I always thought it was a parrot. Maybe it is a parrot. I don't know. But then there's some other... Some of the other characters and enemies look, like, really, really good. I mean, when I first saw those Mecha Koopas, I was like, wow. Those things, like, really, really stand out. They got a goofy little face on them. They're colorful. And it just... They look more clear than a lot of the other things i don't know i personally just love the look of the mecha koopas i was like fuck that looks good and bowser looked really good in this game man and peach even though you only see her for like a little bit i really like the way that she looked in this game and the animations on her and bowser looked really good mario himself he looks fine i mean he's uh he's kind of cute I and mean, he's got the little mustache and the big freaking eyes on him it's an iconic character man like when you think about at least when i think about mario i kind of drift off to that version of him at least when it's 2d that's just kind of the one that i remember the most and god damn man it's a good looking game very colorful kind of your standard game for the time all the worlds kind of have a different theme there you got the bright and colorful yoshi's island kind of the dark chocolatey there's i think what is it called donut plains or something and then of course chocolate world or whatever that's kind of brown and then freaking of course your your the Bowser level at the end, very cool. I don't, it's definitely not as cool as Mario Bros. 3, because that was just like, that used to terrify the hell out of me with the skulls and the hand that drags you down into the levels. It's not, it doesn't quite have that, but I like the look of the Bowser world pretty good. Overall, the game looks good, man. I think it's still, you know, I have to grade it on, on an angle, right? Because it's not a game that came out yesterday. It's for its time, man. Like, it must have been absolutely out of control. And I still think it looks good. 
But I don't think that Super Mario World had the, like, oh my god, look at this, that, like, Donkey Kong Country had when that came out. I mean, that game is, like, so unique. It looks so fucking different to any of the Super uh, Super Nintendo games that I played at that time. But, I mean, Super Mario World, I don't think it's the, the best-looking game. Like, I, I personally, I think Donkey Kong Country still looks better today, and I think Chrono Trigger might be arguably the best-looking game on the Super Nintendo. Now, I will admit... I have not played a ton of Super Nintendo games. I have maybe played 20 Super Nintendo games. Like, yeah, I'm a very small amount of Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo games. So, that being said, I think the graphics, though, they still look really, really good. There's nothing wrong with the graphics. So colorful, very iconic look to the game, man. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a video game. So now we come to the controls of the game, and I mean, Mario games, they've always been known for their incredible controls, how tight everything feels, how in control you feel of Mario when you're jumping in the air. Like, you have that control, even in midair, that you can kind of adjust your jumps. Like, if you're like, oh, I'm not sure about that, you can literally go halfway over into a jump, you can pull it back. Like, you have that level of control in these Mario games. Now, personally... I preferred the the feel of Mario Bros. 3, and the only reason for that is I think this game is very well, it's so tight, very, very tight. The only thing that bothered me throughout the entirety of this game is the fact that Mario feels like he's kind of on ice the entire game. It's not just ice levels, which I don't even, I don't, was there any life, uh, ice levels in this game? I don't think so, but... Mario, when he gets going, like once you get the speed going and you kind of, if you just let go of the controller, he'll kind of slide a little bit. There's like a little bit of momentum that he brings with him with the speed, which I mean, A, that is really cool. I mean, that's realistic and that's awesome. But B, it also kind of takes away from that. I can't say that the controls are perfect because of it, because I had a handful of times where because of that little slide and when I'm jumping on a tiny platform I'd slide right off of it and it's not because of the ice and it was straight up because of the momentum that Mario carries in this game and I don't know if necessarily that's a good thing like it's really cool and everything like I said like it's realistic if you were running like that like you're not just gonna stop on a dime in real life right but in terms of video game, it kind of takes away from the the perfection of what I thought the controls were going to be. I was actually very surprised, honestly, that in the end, uh, at the end of the game, I, I was very convinced. I was like, yeah, I kind of like the feel of Mario Bros. 3. That might be just personal feel, but... Yeah, there was, I don't know what that was, man. That, that little, it was, it's very, it's not like crazy or anything. It's not like playing with Luigi or anything and he's like designed to feel very loose and kind of frantic and that's kind of in between that like not quite that level of Luigi but he's not quite original Mario where he feels just like almost like a rock like when you want him to stop he fucking stops dead done over but in this one yeah he drags just a little bit and it was enough to kill me a handful of times and I just felt like that was a little bit out of my control so I personally, I still think the controls are fucking incredible in this game. I'm not, like, saying they're bad or anything. Absolutely not. I mean, the, the level of control, it's like a 98 out of 100. They're very, very, very tight. The only other thing that I had not really a problem with, like, this is definitely more of a me problem because I could have just looked up, but I never figured out how to properly use the cape. Like, when you get the cape, Mario, I couldn't figure, like, I knew that you can run, and then you take off, and then you're flying, but it's not the same as, like, the raccoon suit in Mario Bros. 3, where you can just, you get your speed, you go up there, or, like, the P-Wing, and you're just gone, and you just hold the button. With with this one, he will, like, 
slowly float down and there's a way that you can kind of get them to drift back upwards. I could not figure that one out, man. I even spent like 10 minutes on a level that had a nice kind of stretch at the beginning where I can get that, get a run. And I was practicing and I couldn't figure it out, man. I have no idea. Again, I am terrible at Mario games. Terrible. So bad. It's a little bit embarrassing, honestly. I, I can't believe how bad I am at these games. But yeah, I could never really figure out how to use that power up. And honestly, like, I know you get Yoshi in this game. Like, is that really a power up? I'm not really sure. But I definitely like the way that the power-ups worked in in Mario Bros. 3 more so than they did in Super Mario World. So in Mario Bros. 3, you can sit there and you can just stack up power-ups, man. You can keep them down basically in an inventory box and you can pull them out whenever you want. And Mario, Super Mario World doesn't really do that. You can keep one extra one up in your little box at the top and that's it. So... Again, that's just kind of another thing that I was like, wow, I wonder why they did that. Because I loved that feature in Mario Bros. 3. Because, you know, sometimes you don't really need that mushroom. You're like, oh, this is a fairly easy level. Like, I'm good. I'll save that mushroom and it's awesome. Because there, when I need it, when when shit gets real, I could just pull out a P-Wing. I could pull out a star. I You couldn't do that in this game as far as I could tell. So that was... You know, I, I don't like when games, when the newer game comes out and they take things away. You should only add to games. You should never take away something. But just another thing there from Super Mario Bros. 3 that I liked more than Super Mario World. But the power-ups were good. Like, I like the cape. The cape was good. You get your classic, you know, your mushroom. You get the fire flower. And, you know, there's the odd star. I just feel like there wasn't that much of a focus on the power-ups in this one as there were. I felt like... That was like the shit in Mario Bros. 3. I mean, you get the Tanuki suit, you get the P-Wing, you get the raccoon suit, like the frog suit. Like there were so many more power-ups in Mario Bros. 3. And I just like the power-ups in that game a lot more. But the ones that are here are fine. Like the cape is very useful when when I know how to use it. Like I really liked when you can kind of just float down slowly with the cape. That was nice when you're trying to get on a little platform or something. Or if you're just suck at Mario games like I do and you just need a little bit of extra time to uh, really you know lock yourself in on those jumps sometimes but uh yeah I mean power-ups were fine still like I like them more in Mario Bros 3 if I'm being honest so I think that's everything that I want to talk about in terms of the typical stuff and now we will go in through the level the world and level by level playthrough of me going through this game again for the first time and I mean, I, I tried to play through this game in 2019 when, like, the Super Nintendo thing came out on the Switch. I just fucked around with it. I really had no intentions of beating it, but this time I was on a mission. I'm going, I was going to beat this game, and of course you start out with Yoshi's Island. I mean, one of the most iconic levels of all time. I mean, with the music, and of course you get to meet Yoshi. Goddamn, dude. I know... People don't like Yoshi. Uh, I, I'm a little bit surprised at how much hatred there is towards Yoshi. I've, Yoshi's always been my boy. I've always chosen Yoshi and Mario Kart. I've loved Yoshi in Super Mario World. Even though, yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit annoying when Yoshi gets hit and he fucking just runs off and usually will just run right off of a cliff and kill himself. But, I mean, I can't deny how useful Yoshi is in this game. It He can eat everything he can eat everything he's an absolute savage he will fucking swallow anything and everything whole and then shit it out as a fireball or just swallow it like you didn't even exist so 
I don't know what's up with the hatred for Yoshi. Like, it's adorable. It's a cute little dinosaur. They have colors. Like, oh, so freaking cute, man. Like, I, I was, like, over the moon, especially when Super Mario Galaxy and those games were coming out. I was devastated that there was no Mar- uh, Yoshi in that game. But then when Super Mario Galaxy 2 came out and there was Yoshi, like, oh my god. I, by far, I like Super Mario Galaxy 2 way more than the original. That's probably a hot take, but I don't care. I feel like my takes are generally hot when it comes to Mario games because, yeah, I just, (laughs) they're not my all-time favorite games like they are with a lot of people, but yeah. uh, Yoshi, that's the homie right there. Yoshi is awesome. He'll kill everything for you, stomping on everything, and for the most part, I would say, like, at least 75% of the time when you do get hit with Yoshi, I was able to get him back. I mean, it wasn't wasn't too bad. But oh, oh my god, dude. I <laughs> I forgot that the football guys were basically introduced very very early in this game. I thought they were a little bit further on, but oh my god, like no I never I still don't understand why they have football players in in the Mario world that really never computed with me, but damn, those dudes used to scare the fuck out of me when I was a kid, man. Like, oh my god. Anything that would chase you around and when they would jump in the air and stuff, oh, that just used to freak the hell out of me. I did not like those football guys. They were fine now. Like, I like that you can jump off of them. That's that's pretty useful. But man, Yoshi's Island, so freaking iconic. Like, oh, I can't tell you how many times I've probably restarted the Super Nintendo and played through that world. I, it would have to be probably 30, 40 times. And that's probably low for compared to other Mario people. But, um, you know, that's a lot for me. I don't, I don't like to replay games all that often. Then we move on to Donut Planes. I mean, it was okay. Those um, little moles, they're they're kind of freaking cute, but I, I never liked them because they I don't like anything that jumps out at stuff and they jump into the air. Those enemies just, they always fuck with me. I'm just, again, I'm terrible, but they used to fuck with me a lot. And then uh, I'll talk about most of the bosses in this game, I guess. Morton is a fun little fight. Now, I will say, just as a note right now, I mean, I think the boss fights were, for the most part, just like really easy pushovers, but... You know, I've had the discussion about boss fights. I don't think every boss fight needs to be overly difficult and long. That generally never works out. And as long as the boss fight is fun, I'm good with it. And I would have to say, though all the bosses, for the most part, are basically pushovers, really easy. Three hits and they're done. They were fun. They were generally always fun. Short but sweet, which is fine. Then we move on to Vanilla Dome. Oh my god. This is where we would get stumped stumped as kids so i would have to say right now all i i've always hated the ghost house i hate ghost house and oh man those fucking green bubbles man those green bubbles like it, honestly it was laughable when i got to that level i got nervous i was like oh fuck is it going to be as hard as i remember uh when i was a kid like i struggled so much with these stupid green bubbles and then I got here as an adult, and they were just fine. Literally, you just jump over them. They're not that bad. And I was like, huh, I'm, uh, yeah, I've definitely gotten a lot better at video games since I was four years old. I mean, I would hope so. But yeah, those those green bubbles, though, they were annoying and very, very intimidating. Like, I used to remember we would just, like, try like try to outrun them. And not not the best way to deal with them. I mean, you definitely would just, just jump over them. You'll be fine. Now, they weren't as terrifying or or annoying as the angry sun was in Mario Bros. 3. That thing used to haunt my dreams and was basically the only reason why I couldn't beat Mario Bros. 3 back in the day. And yeah, these green bubbles was a major reason why I couldn't beat Super Mario World in the day. I think 
maybe, maybe we got through it once or twice, but for the most part, this is where we would be like, get our game over, we restart the game and just start playing from World 1 again until we get stumped. It's, that's basically how video gaming went for us back then. So I finally got through those, and then I saw those freaking fire dragons. I was like, oh my god, I was like, I remember those things. They used to, we used to get scared pretty easy, I guess, as kids, but those things used to freak us out, like, when you didn't know that they were there, you're like, what the hell is that? And then this freaking giant, like, red fire dragon head comes popping out, and it makes, like, a scary sound. It goes, and you're like, what the fuck? So, like, yeah, four-year-old me was terrified of it. Nowadays, it's kind of goofy looking and, and stuff, but fuck. Uh, then you get the Lemmy. That was a fun fight. I liked Lemmy. That was, like, the, the whack-a-mole fight. And Jesus, dude, the death on that guy was brutal. I mean, it reminded me of Bowser in Mario Bros. 3, where he just kind of falls through the the floor and just bloop right into the lava pit, and you're just dead. Like, have you ever fallen in lava? It freaking hurts. I mean, I haven't, but I, from what I'm told, the reviews say lava hurts. So that was a brutal death. That made me laugh. Uh, Ludwig... Wasn't as fun, but dude, the hair on that guy was out of control. And he does that little jump. I don't know why it made me giggle, but his freaking jump was hilarious. Oh god, and this is where this is where for 100% sure I would I never got past this part in the game. Uh when I was a kid, because I was seeing things that I've never seen before. Um starting off with when Mario just balloons up. I feel like I've seen that before, but when it happened to me live, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And I don't think he does that again in the game, at least when I played. So I didn't 100% this game or anything. I got roughly half of the stuff, and I didn't play through all of the Star Worlds, which are like hidden in the game. I accidentally found a couple of them. They were pretty fucking cool, I won't lie. Uh, But yeah, dude, Forest of Illusion, I did not like this world very much. Um... It was it was at this point, too, where I was just like, Jesus Christ, Yoshi literally does eat everything. It's so awesome. I don't know how people can hate it. It's so useful. And then this is where you get your first kind of water level. If, if you've been uh, listening to these podcasts, I fucking hate water levels. I imagine most people listening to this hate water levels. But I must admit, in Donkey Kong Country and the Mario games, water levels... They're pretty doable. They're not bad. They're definitely not bad. But you get a wa- you get a water level here. The music was dope. Really liked the music, and the level was fine. I just had to mention you water levels because they're, they're terrible. And, oh my god, dude! There's that dude on the the cloud. I can't remember. I'm pretty bad at the names. What I don't know what the hell they're called. But the dude on the cloud, I fucking oh, it felt so good. Like he killed me a bunch of times, and I was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm getting up there. I'm hijacking that cloud. I'm gonna kill your ass. I'm gonna steal your cloud." And it did that, and it was freaking awesome. There's also that weird um, hammer. I think he's called a hammer bro guy. He's on like those um, looks like a like cylinder blo- cinder blocks or something. He's like this big. He almost I don't know what the how the fuck to explain this dude, but he throws hammers. He's on that big winged thing flying around. That dude always I remember that guy when I saw him again. I was like, oh god, there's that fuck again. Can only imagine how many times he killed me as a kid. And then level okay, so level four is where I had to look something up on the internet. Now uh, it turns out I didn't have to do this to continue onward with the game. I was just like. There's definitely a secret here. I was looking for the wrong secret, and this is when I kind of stumbled into uh, the secret level that I didn't know about, but I had to look it up on the internet. I was like, "What? where the fuck am I supposed to go? And they're like, yeah, there's like this random tunnel like in the middle of the level high up that you can't see. You have to have the cape, and you have to fly up there and, and get into it. I was like, what the? F-? I was like, how the fuck are you supposed to know shit like that? Like, 
God damn, like, there's no way I would have freaking ever figured that out. Like, I just, that's just not the kind of gamer that I am, I don't think. Like, man, so that was, I was, like, semi-annoyed with that. I was like, ah, I just, but then I realized it was for a secret level. So I'm like, ah, oh, okay, that's not that big of a deal. But, and I, it's definitely not as bad as, like, Castlevania, Simon's Quest, where it's like, yeah, kneel down beside this wall for four days, and then a fucking tornado will show up and take you to the next level. It's not that bad. It's not even Legend of Zelda bad. Like, Legend of Zelda's really bad for that kind of stuff, too, but... That was that was pretty random, but that's where I first got to do the the secret level, and it was pretty cool. And then, oh, dude, what was up with the boss in this world? It was like four fucking tyrannosaurs or something that was on like a Ferris wheel. I was like, I was like, what? The, that it felt so out of place, and you had to fight it twice. There's another time this boss shows up later on in the game, and I was like, of all the bosses, you're gonna use this thing twice? Like, it was just so weird, and. It honestly took me a second to figure out how to kill it because you have to like you have to bonk them from underneath, hit the platform underneath them. And I was trying to jump on them. I was like, "What the fuck?" And then the floor gives away if you take too long. So I was like, "Okay, this is like." It definitely stood out. Like I, I very, very vividly remember it. I was just like, it just. I was like, "Is this what the fuck?" Were they making a different game? And then they're like, "Well, fuck, we have these." these dinosaurs let's let's just throw them in there and i mean yeah there are dinosaurs in this game it's yoshi's island and yoshi is kind of like a dinosaur and then they do have those like blue dinosaur enemies but it just you know what i'm saying man it was a straight up dinosaur like that's a real ass dinosaur it just it, it was weird all right and then the the actual boss, uh, Roy, or I don't know, Roy Koopa, he looked awesome. I mean, I really like the look of that dude. Pretty sure he's the one that, like, kind of has the, the glasses on, but uh, that might have been the easiest dude in the whole game. He's such a freaking pushover. But again, I mean, short and sweet over long and monotonous. I'll take short and sweet any day of the week. And then we get to Chocolate Island, and this is where I started getting my fucking ass kicked especially in the boo house i shit you not i died at least 30 times in that boo house man i just i'm terrible at it i i think this was the one where the boos would like disappear and then like a whole bunch of them would reappear it might have been that one but holy fuck dude did i ever die a lot and oh by the way i absolutely used like the save states and shit for the nintendo switch where you can just like create a save spot like oh fuck yeah dude there's no way i'd be getting through these games like i, I don't have the patience to redo levels over and over and over again there i just that's pretty much reason why i haven't beaten the games up until i started playing them on switch because i can do that and i don't have to go through you know the tropes of being a gamer in the 90s where games were generally quite short but they were difficult and they would make you you know they didn't have the saves the checkpoints or anything like that so i made my own fucking checkpoints okay you can you can make fun of me but how many times do i have to say throughout this podcast that i'm fucking terrible at mario games damn it and then oh dude that level with like the there's like these platforms they look like mountains but they're at like a fucking 65 degree angle oh my that level gave me anxiety the whole entire time i was like am i sliding off this fucking thing or not like i never felt comfortable on that platform i was like jumping around like moving left array i just never felt good in that level i hated those platforms i always felt like i was falling off i oh i hated that level wendy though she was um similar to that whack-a-mole fight i liked her better than the first whack-a-mole fight it was a little bit harder so it was just a little bit better 
And then we, I don't know if this was like a, kind of a callback to Mario Bros. 3, but there's that ghost ship level that was essentially the exact, like as those warships in Mario Bros. 3 with all the cannons and stuff. Very similar to one of those levels, but it was like underwater, which actually was good. I actually liked it. It was uh, one of the better levels that I, one of the more, my favorite levels that I played through in the in this game. I really did like that level. And that was one of the weird ones that didn't have a gate. So at the end of every level, you kind of got like, I don't know what the hell to call it. It almost reminds me of um, those uh, high, the high vault, pole vault. Looks like a pole vault thing that you have to, and if you hit the bar, you'll get a certain amount of points. And then when you get 100 points, you get to play a little mini game. And it's just like a match them. You just... Uh, things will spin and if you match up a whole bunch of stars then you'll get some one-ups and stuff it was a fine mini game i did it a handful of times i will say that i preferred the mini games or i guess it's only the mini game because as far as i could tell there was only that one over mario bros 3 the ones in mario bros 3 when i played through that game last year i was skipping through them because they were just kind of annoying and i didn't need them half the time there's too many of them so I think they, they still, like, a little too, not enough of them in this game, and definitely not the variety that was in Mario Bros. 3, but it was fine. It got the job done. It was short but sweet. And there's also that, um, I guess it's sort of like a mini game. You'll find them in tunnels in levels at times, and it'll just be, like, a row of three question blocks, and you have to hit the right ones. And if you get the three in a row, it'll give you a life. And I think there's, like, four or five rows of them that was pretty fun i like that one but that was just straight up like luck so i don't it was fine like it did the job it was okay i, I didn't get overly excited and i didn't get disappointed like i would in mario bros 3 so there's that it was pretty decent and uh, so you get through the gates uh this was the only level that i couldn't remember that didn't have the gate and it kind of threw me off there's just like a a question mark block and I grabbed it and that was the end of the level. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of weird. So another reason why that ghost ship level really stood out to me. It was just reminded me of Mario Bros. 3. It was fun and it ended differently than all the other levels. And then we get to the Valley of Bowser. So this is where, I think this is the last world. Yeah, it is. And oh my God, dude. So it was at this point, I was like, I was a little bit curious. I was like, oh, I wonder, I think this was only, what, the seventh world or something. I was like, oh, there's, usually eight but i guess the eighth world is the secret star one or something or whatever but the valley of bowser was um it was good except for that fucking douchebag blue wizard guy i think his name is kamek from what i can remember in the mario series but that guy can just go fucking burn on a fire straight up like he'll just appear and i that was i don't know there's something about the way that he appeared that I don't know, reminded me of a Nintendo game. Reminds me of, like, old... It just didn't look right. It didn't look very good. Um, but he would pop up. He's shooting these fucking magic ball things at you. And you gotta, like... You're dodging these wooden stakes that were really annoying to get through. And you would have to use his projectile to break open the wall so you can get through. It, it was honestly pretty annoying. Like... It was really, because if you had, um, if you were like a bigger Mario, you would have to get him to break open like three blocks to get through the fucking thing. And it was just really annoying. Wasn't a big fan of that. So that guy can go to hell. Then you get to fight Larry. And I really liked Larry because that just felt like a callback to the old school Mario kind of boss fight. When you're on that like kind of rotating platform, they'll go from side to side and you got to jump on him a bunch of times to knock him into the lava fucking love that so that, that made me feel really good i was like yay the old school mario and then we get to bowser's castle man and it was a good I, I really enjoyed this level it was a little tricky especially that room with all the football guys oh my god so 
The funny thing about it was I got through there the first time. Like I made it through, no problem. And then I died and I had to go through it again. And it took me like 15 times to get through it a second time. I was like, ah, damn it. It was one of those really lucky first try runs. And yeah, then it, then I got stuck there for a little bit. And then right after that, you get in this really cool room. It was like pitch black. And then you, you hit a block and like a disco ball just turns on and like the, the light from the disco ball is following you. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That looked really fucking cool. I really, really liked the way that that room looked. I wish there was uh, some more of that. And then you get to him. When I got to the Bowser fight, I was like, holy shit, I'm here already. It really, really didn't take me long to get through this game. Like three hours maybe like give or take and yeah like I said I was cheating using save states and stuff so didn't take me too long but man this Bowser fight was awesome really fucking nailed the landing on this final boss fight I really really enjoyed it enjoyed it it took me a second to um figure out what I had to do uh I don't think I've I may have seen a video on this boss fight once in my life but man I didn't Really, I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He comes in on that fucking floating, I don't know what, like a bowl with the, kind of looks like a clown face on. I was like, oh shit, that, is that the first time that we've seen that? I mean, that was sweet. Really liked when, um, like when you hit him, he'll like come towards the screen in it and he'll just like cover up the whole screen. You're like, oh shit, that's fucking wicked. So he comes out in that thing, he's up there and he'll be throwing down the Mecha Koopas at you, and you gotta jump on the Mecha Koopa, grab the Koopa, and you fucking, like, hum it upwards, and you gotta hit him while he's floating around up there, and you gotta bonk him on top of the head. Oh my god, that was so satisfying. That was so much fun. I loved it. I was like, no way that's what we have to, what I had to do. I just figured that one out on my own. I was like, oh, no shit. I was like, that is awesome. So I freaking loved that. That was incredibly satisfying. And that was it, man. You, you hit him, what, like three or four times and he's done. And I fucking did it. I beat the game finally. I felt so good. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it took me this long to beat the game. It wasn't a hard game or anything like that, at least the way that I played it. Like, if you don't want it to be a hard game nowadays, just play it on Nintendo Switch. Fucking save state your way through the game like I did because I ain't got the skill for that shit, man, or the patience, honestly. But I had a really good time. I really, really liked that final boss fight with Bowser. That might have been, well, definitely my favorite fight in the whole game. Like, that was awesome. I was just very happy with that. I loved the way that Bowser looked in that fight. He looked big. He looked fucking kind of scary, kind of creepy. And the way that Peach pops out from the little bowl thing, she's, like, wiggling her arms. It reminded me of an old, like, Popeye's cartoon. Like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. And, yeah, man, that's the game. Like I said, it wasn't very long. I think at the end of the game, it said I had like 50 something percent. I think that's what that number means that beside your, your, your save, it has like a number. I think I had 56. So I didn't do very good with the collectibles. I've never really been a collectibles guy. Like if this was like, if I was more into gaming when I was younger, like, oh yeah, I probably would have collected everything. Cause I only had a handful of games, but yeah, it was, um, it was a good time man. I did really like it. Um, so I'm going to go through all the things that I did and didn't like about the game one more time. And then I'll give you kind of my final summation of this game. going to let you know if it passed the test of time and is this game worth going back and playing. So, things that I didn't like was the, the little bit of sliding that Mario had when you would be running with him. That was just just that little bit of control loss that, that bothered me and that did cause me to die a handful of times. So, I wasn't a big fan of that. And... 
the boo houses that's that's it that's really all i have i mean yeah the boss fights weren't the most challenging thing but the game isn't necessarily trying to be the hardest game in the world it's just trying to be fun and i think they nailed that it's a it's a very fun game i mean we'll go to the pros now because that's the only real negative things i have to say about this game uh i like the level design like it's not the craziest i mean compared to mario games now they're honestly a little bit primitive they're a little bit basic but they were good. They're creative. I liked. I liked a lot of the levels. None of them really stood out as like, oh my god, like this is this is fun. Like I want to play through this level again and again and again. I mean, the first few worlds, very easy. And yeah, I played through those those levels as a kid a ton of times. Um, like I said, I mean, aside from the Bowser's Castle, which was a fun level, the only other one that really, really stood out to me, um, aside from also the, the star levels, the special world, that was pretty cool. The, the one that I remember was you get like baby Yoshis, get these little Yoshis, and if you feed them enough, they'll become a normal big Yoshi. That level was pretty fucking cool too. But I'd say like out of other than those levels, I would say that that ghost ship level underwater, I find it kind of shocking that a water level was actually one of the ones that I liked the most, but that level was pretty fucking sweet, man. I did really like that level. I thought that was good. The graphics still look good today. No, I don't think it's the best looking Super Nintendo game that's that's on the system, now, but I still think it looks really good today. I had no complaints. I Very colorful and bright. You can tell, I guess, whatever they are, like you know, they're not necessarily real animals or creatures or anything, but I'm like, yeah, that's a Goomba and that's a Koopa. That definitely, that's definitely Bowser and shit. So I thought the character models looked good, especially Bowser and Peach. Really like the way that those two looked in this game. The music is God tier. I mean, the music is absolutely fucking incredible. Every song is catchy as fuck. I mean, I'm going to have a really good time putting in the music for this episode. It's going to be very, very easy because there's so many excellent songs to pick from love the music might be my favorite part of the whole entire game is the music i can like i still hum the songs like i said i've been humming them virtually my whole entire life and i plan on humming them for a lot longer though i didn't like the little bit of sliding on the controls overall the controls are still extremely tight i mean the fact that you can make a jump and midway through making that jump, you can decide that, nope, I'm not going to make that and you can pull it back. I mean, the level and control in Mario games is, it's some of the best of all time. I mean, the controls are excellent. Uh, only had a couple of deaths related to the controls and those were on the trickier jumps when you're jumping on smaller platforms and dodging something all in the same motion. So again, might be because I'm not very good at it, but I, I was good with the controls. I thought the controls were good. I enjoyed the power-ups, though I still think Mario Bros. 3 is, like, the best with the power-ups. Those power-ups were awesome. Still really liked the cape. It was very useful. And, of course, Yoshi. I don't care. I don't care about y'all fucking Yoshi haters. Yoshi is the shit. And what a debut for Yoshi. I love Yoshi. Yoshi is awesome. The Bowser fight. And I would say, just in general, the boss fights... Though, like I said, they weren't the most challenging, but they were fun. They were short, and the Bowser one was awesome. I really, really liked the Bowser one. One of my one of my favorite Bowser fights in all of the Mario games. I mean, the 3D Mario game ones, they're not the best, but... Well, I mean, the Galaxy one was pretty fucking cool. Anyway, Bowser fight was dope. And so, we will ask the question now. Technically, there's going to be two questions I'm going to answer. Um, first one being... Does this game stand the test of time? 
Oh, you better believe this game stands the test of time. So, if you're one of the crazy ones out there, like I was, that never beat this game or played through this game, you if you have a Nintendo Switch, you actually have no excuse because it is easier to play than ever. It's right there for you, and you can do the save states if you're not good at them like I am. It's easy as hell. You can play it on the go. It's short. It's not a very long game. You can literally beat it in a sitting if you want to. It's very short, and if you're good at these games, you can beat it. No problem, man. It's not the hardest game. There's a good amount of challenge, and there's also a good amount of secrets in this game that I I didn't go out and get them, but I I was surprised when I was done the game. There was like, yeah, there's still, there's still like almost, I almost missed half of them. So there's still a lot that I didn't get to experience in this game, but I was, I'm so happy that I got to finally beat it. That's finally off my bucket list. It was one of the, one of the highest games on my list of, of games that I have to go back and beat. And it's finally off the list. So the only other question I have to ask now is which game did I like better? Mario Bros. 3 or Super Mario World? The answer may shock you. It's Mario Bros. 3. I mean, for me personally, it's like, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say like it's not even close, but like definitively, I like Mario Bros. 3 more. I just did. I know a lot of people are going to be crazy, like go crazy on it. Now, also, I have to say, that is the more, I played the Mario Bros. 3 that was on the All-Star Collection. So it's not the OG one. I played the soup, the one that was on the Super Nintendo. So it might have had some things updated and stuff regardless. I played that game last year. I played this one this year, and I just like Mario Bros. 3 more. Now, that also comes with nostalgia. I played Mario Bros. 3 a lot more when I was a kid. I got way further in that game, and I, I remember vividly watching my dad beat that game. So there's definitely a special place for Mario Bros. 3 in my heart, but Super Mario World is right there. It was one of my earliest memories with video games. Uh, I remember playing the ever-living bejesus out of this game when I was younger with my sister, and I'll always remember those fucking green bubbles and how much they used to terrorize us back in the day. No, I don't think that this game is bad in any means. I still think it's a very, very quality game. You'll have a lot of fun with it today. Stands the test of time. It's definitely a masterpiece. I'm not going to score it at a 10 because that's just not fair. It's a masterpiece. It's a game that is over 30 years old. It's still fun to play. It still holds up. It, it plays as good as a game that comes out today. And it looks as good as some of the higher quality indie games today. So... For with all that said, it's it's a highly recommended game. You should most definitely, if you're a gamer, you gotta try it, man. You have to see where all this stuff started and where Mario has been and where he's gone. Like it's really impressive, man. Like I know why people like these games. Platforming games like this, they're not necessarily my cup of tea, but I still had a lot of fun playing through Super Mario World. Definitely worth a playthrough. Maybe I'll play it again someday, but I am going to be playing Super Mario Bros. 3 before I play through Super Mario World again. So with that being said, that is going to be it for the episode today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't anger any Super Mario fans out there. Like, I realize this is some people's favorite games of all time, and if you say anything bad about it, you'll probably get, probably get a lot of hate for that, but... I'm just being honest, man. Like, I, I still, to this day, I think Mario is still a bit overrated. Are they, like, they're all very, very, very good games. All of them. That's probably the best thing about the Mario franchise is that you're virtually never going to get let down with a main Mario game. Now that some of those side games, especially, like, the sports ones and anything that's not a main 
Mario game, they can be kind of disappointing. And honestly, I didn't like the 3D Land or Bowser's Fury. I didn't like either of those. So I really am kind of hoping that they would go back to the 2D Mario uh, at some point. I mean, Odyssey was incredible, but... And, I mean, the new Super Mario ones were pretty fucking good, too. I haven't played one of those since the Wii version of it. I really, really like the Wii version, but... I don't know, man. At some point, I'll probably have to do a versus of 2D Marios versus the 3D Marios, because for me personally, that's still a fairly big debate in my head. I used to be 100% like the 3D Mario games way more, but now going back and replaying them, they're pretty, it's pretty fucking tight, man. So at some point, I'm going to have to go back, revisit the Galaxy games again, and I've actually never played Sunshine. I have it now. I, I just, I haven't gotten to that game just yet, and I don't know, man. I've heard so many not great things about it, and even I have the, what do you call it, the 3D package thing on Switch with Galaxy and Mario 64 and, and, and the fucking Sunshine. I hear that controls still weren't, like, fixed, so, like, I'm kind of hesitant to get into that. I'm really not in any rush to play through Super Mario Sunshine, but it's, it's uh, one of the Mario games that I've never played, never touched it. I may have played one of those, like, kiosk demos in a McDonald's once, but I don't know how much that actually counts. So that is going to be the conversation for Super Mario World today. Another uh, episode in the series of my uh, old school backlog games that I have to go back and play. I mean, there's still quite a few of them I have to go back and play. I mean, Super Mario World 2, never played it, so I'm going to have to try that one out. It's also on the Nintendo Switch Online thing, so there's a lot of Super Nintendo games I have to try out. So if you have any good recommendations, especially with uh, any of the ones that are actually on the Super Nintendo like online thing if any of those ones in there are, are really really good especially some of those obscure looking ones and i haven't played a lot of super nintendo games so i'm still quite interested to try a lot of those games out so thank you everybody so much for listening i hope you're having a good day i'm sorry this is coming out on a monday but hope it got you through your day whatever you're doing right now i hope it made it just a little bit better and easier to get through hope you're having a good week hope you're having a good day and you will get to that weekend at some point we'll be back again on wednesdays with the hockey cast and saturdays maybe sometimes sundays depends when rampage wants to fucking have their show sometimes they have it really late on saturday night so i can't get the wrestlecast out on saturday because I need to watch the damn stuff. So sometimes WrestleCast comes out on Sundays, but for the most part, they're on Saturdays. And of course, your GX Gamer Casts are on every Monday. You can go back and listen to any of the prior episodes. They don't age like milk unless my opinions on Mario happen to age like milk, which I imagine some of you think it's a bad take, but it is what it is. We're all different, right? Not everybody likes Mario. And if you happen to want more of this guy, you can go check out my YouTube channel. The link is down below in the description. You can also follow along on Twitter for any announcements. It's a great place if you have questions for the podcast. You can send them in there on Twitter. It's a great place to do that. And on uh, the YouTube channel, I am playing through Resident Evil 8 Village right now. The game's scaring the fuck out of me. So if you want to have... If you want to see a grown man get scared, go over there, give those videos a check out, leave a comment, leave a like, let me know what you think about it. We'll be back again soon with some more GX Plus Cased. <laughs>